Next on BYU Sports Station, a New Year's Day to remember for BYU basketball. The Cougars still perfect on the road. Blaine Fowler called the game courtside yesterday. What impressed him the most? Plus, the top women's scorer in WCC play, Lexi Eaton in studio, and another combine invite for BYU football. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. It is Friday, that's right. It BYU. felt like Saturday all week. I had that conversation with my wife last night. It, it felt like a four-day-long Saturday because of the holidays. This is fantastic. It was I've been great. I've been sick the last couple days. I've never done the show medicated until today. Took Mucinex last night. I'm like 10% cloudy. I'm like... <laughs> Where are what? People are like you're ten percent cloudy every day, Jerem. Okay. Oh, yeah, rim shot, woo. rim shot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> woo. BYU Sports Nation live on your radio, television, I'm so and glad other to media have machines. Glow sticks over. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. As Jerem mentioned, it is a Friday, Friday. January second. Hope you're enjoying the New Year thus far. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with part-time Nike seamstress Jerem Jordan. It is a Nike versus Nike national championship. It was a Nike college football playoff. Was it? Yeah. Look at that. Where's Fila, by the way? <laughs> Where, where's LA Gear? Russell Athletic. <laughs> <laughs> they have a bowl game. I know. Or they used they to, do. right? Remember Fila, Grant Hill signed with them? It was like, Fila. Yeah, this is so cool. Those were the two the pinnacle 90s. years for Fila. When they produced the Grant Hill shoe when he was playing for the Detroit Pistons. Our sales team is like, you have now ruled out any possibility of Fila sponsoring BYU Sports Nation. Oh, goodness. Sorry. Speaking of the college football playoff, FUBU. How fantastic was it to watch that Ohio State-Alabama oh, game last night? It was so awesome. Okay. I got sick at the perfect time. The perfect time. Because Monday we did the show at... We did the show sick. You're still sick. Everyone's sick. Yeah, what it's what happens. Whatever. Christian Stewart was sick in the Miami Beach. Well, whatever. That really happened, by the way. Played through it. Um, so that, then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Tuesday, I watched six movies. That's all I did all day. I watched, watched six, six movies. six movies in one day? Then Wednesday and Thursday, I watched all the New Year's Six plus, BYU Hoops plus, uh, you know, another. I watched Wisconsin-Auburn in the Outback Bowl. The Blooming Onions. Great game. Yeah, yeah great game. It was fantastic. Now I'm back. At, I'm so excited to be here, by the way. I don't know. Today, for some reason, I'm just like, yeah! It's a new start. Let's go! It's a new year. First show of 2015. That's yeah. live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Re- regardless, I mean, the point, the reason we're having this conversation is college football is awesome, and the college football playoff just makes it that much more awesome. Yes. I'm loopy and forgot why we started talking about it. I don't even know. I'm dead serious. Jameis Winston, <laughs> I oh, might by be the concussed. Way. I don't know. Like the Baylor kicker. Oh, <laughs> If you haven't seen that vine, we got to send it out. I'll, I'll send it out during the course. That is, that's like, he gets hit so hard that it's, I, seriously, I, there are a few people that I'm sure are like, oh my goodness, he's dead. And there's, there's, a, parody there's a parody account on Twitter called at Baylor's Kicker. And the first tweet is, it's okay, guys, I'm alive. <laughs> it's, it's, he gets just hammered, like wrecked. <laughs> oh, I hope goodness. he's okay. Seriously. I, it's like the the Navy kid that Paula C.K. trucked, just boom, right in the face. It's like, we found out later, oh, he couldn't remember anything. We're like, oh, now I feel bad, you know. But when you see it at first, he's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. College football playoff, best thing ever? Best thing ever. In college sports, yes. 
Best things in sliced bread. Guess guess what? Breaking news. People want it to expand already. I know. I, I don't want to say it yet, but it was it was great. So fun. Who who had Ohio State beating Alabama? Oregon crushing Florida State. The if you haven't seen the vine of Lance Stevenson, the Indian <laughs> former Indiana Pacer dude who like you know, blew into LeBron's ear. He like blows over James Winston. You know, oh my gosh, it's so really fun. funny. The internet rules. Yeah, it, it, social media is awesome for that reason. People that are James awesome. Winston gaff, by the way, greater than Jake Heaps by like a million times. <laughs> okay, like as Jake bad Keeps as the is Jake like, Keeps thank gaff you. was. Thank yes. you, somebody. Now that somebody got like, me out of it. Will that be? Will that be like the not top ten play for the next year now? Like, is that is well? Kalen Clay is the happiest guy that that happened. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. By the way, the Iggy's era, the Iggy's era. Oppo heaps down. Done. Over. Yeah, it's all done. Can you I'm, I that? can't believe we didn't declare this earlier. This is the not top ten. Where does the Jameis Winston play go down in the not top ten? You need to see it if you haven't. Mark Sanchez, is like, thank you. Wherever and however you dialed in. Great to have you with us, as always. You can join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question. Thanks for letting me read this for once. You're welcome. What will BYU Hoops record, road record, be at the end of the year? Mm, There's 11 road games. They're 3-0. We're going to talk about how they've been off to a good start. Uh, Use the hashtag BYUSN. First tweet, at Durbin Wilson. 10-1. They'll pull out a shocker at the doghouse. He means the kennel. Wow, the kennel? In... uh, at Gonzaga. But they'll shoot poorly and get beat at St. Mary's. Now, I watched the second half of St. Mary's in San Francisco. St. Mary's is not the same. I, I think they're decent. They're a good team, and they're tough at home. But BYU's got a shot to win all the games but the game at the Kennel. Even then, maybe BYU plays competitive. Maybe BYU upsets Gonzaga there. That, that would be uh, of epic proportions. I'm telling you, if BYU happens. can shoot 40-plus percent from the three-point line against teams in the conference, including Gonzaga, they have a shot. Yeah, anywhere it, it it would be tough anywhere. in the count. That would be a humongous huge win, win. Yeah, one of the biggest win. in school history. Honestly, it's so tough to win there, and they are very good. But BYU's got a shot to win all the road ga- all the road games. So use the hashtag BYUSN. What's BYU's road record going to be at the end of the year? Out of eleven games, they're three and zero right now. What's it going to be? BYU Sports Nation headlines today include BYU basketball beating Santa Clara yesterday on yeah. New Year's Day, eighty one forty six. The Cougs. Now 3-0 on the road this season. Tyler Haas passes Devin Durant yeah. for fourth on the Give it BYU up. all-time scoring Give list. Give it up for Brother Haas. Attaboy, Ty. BYU women's basketball also routing Santa Clara 84-55. The ladies have won 7 of 8. Nice. We'll talk to Lexi Eaton in about a half an hour. And some football notes. Alani Fua gets an invite to the NFL Combine. And BYU offensive lineman Riker Matthews tweeted out that he had knee surgery and it went successfully. To quote him, he said, Surgery went great on my knee. Couldn't have gone better. Thank you so much for everyone's support. I'll be back 100% ready to go in six and months. And I'll be watching BYU Sports Nation every day at noon Eastern. Yeah. I, th- him, I think you forgot that part. Follow him at Miker underscore Rathews, right? Miker underscore Rathews. fantastic. <laughs> BYU Sports Station simulcast and beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Road Warriors. Finish the shot. Fisher. Out quickly to pause. Wide through the corner again. Collinsworth. Another rebound to Fisher for three. I, I think you got to give Collinsworth an assist on that, do you not? Did you get a rebound and an assist? He gets a rebound and an assist all in one motion on that one. That was impressive. 
Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler on the call from Santa Clara yesterday. BYU beat Santa Clara 81-46. That, too, is impressive in and of itself. And brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Well, we're going early. 35. The last time BYU beat a conference opponent by at least 35 points was Air Force, February 9th, 2011. That was his Jimmerness's senior year. Before that, I wonder. I, I started to, I'm like, before 2011 and Jimmer, like, when was the last time they did it? I got back to 06 and I was like, oh, I don't want to look anymore. Like, I, I would gather it doesn't now, happen that often in conference play. So that, that was a big win. And here's the important part of what BYU did yesterday against Santa Clara. Tyler Haas could rest his ankle. That was the biggest thing. Because BYU has a notable game with San Francisco tomorrow, who lost to San Diego at home, by the way, uh, yesterday. San Francisco is a tough game for BYU. I know we'll recap Santa Clara here in a moment, but BYU against San Francisco. The last three seasons, let's go last year to the year before that, the year before that. One, BYU has won all three, but won by seven, four, and one. They are close games, my brother. Yeah. An average of four points deciding those last games, those last few games on the road in San Francisco. Okay, a road blowout for BYU basketball yesterday. So they're 3-0 and in true road games. Some of you may want to say 4-0 and because Chaminade was on Chaminade's home D2, court. D2, whatever. But for whatever reason, that's still considered a neutral site. Point is, they're 3-0 and on the road. Utah State, Weber State, Santa Clara. I get, the Cougar, I get that the Cougars haven't beaten a great team. Utah State, Weber State, Santa Clara now. But this is a vast improvement when you compare it to last year. Because in conference play, BYU started the season... Uh, losing to LMU and Pepperdine, which was ridiculous. Santa Clara, not a good team. They'll probably finish ninth or 10th in the West Coast Conference I felt like Jim Rome when I said that. Ridiculous. But remember what BYU did last year to open the road conference schedule. Jeremy just said LMU and Pepperdine. Where did LMU finish in conference last year? DS. Dead last. Tenth, right? Okay. Is that how you say that in Spanish? Diez. Yes. Diez. Yes. Tenth. It's dead. They finished dead last. BYU was five and four on the road in conference play last Which is year. No bueno. That was not good at all. Now BYU uh, beat Santa Clara, and they should, and they pounded him, and they should. But now you play a game with San Francisco that's tough. If BYU can go two and zero on this road trip, remember tomorrow marks the fourth game in eight days for BYU. Uh, you hope to get Nate Austin back in a couple weeks. Uh, starting 2-0 in conference would be a big deal. And the fact that BYU is 3-0 on the road, this is a different team. There's no Carlino. There's no Mika. You have this huge roster, right? All these different guys. Fisher's new. It's, it's just different. Every year is different. And for BYU to go and beat Santa Clara the way they did, get some rest, they can hang out, party in San Francisco, get, go to Pier 39 or whatever, see the seals there, look at Alcatraz, watch the rock, whatever. It, that's nice. It will be better this year for BYU on the road from what we have seen. Like it, I would be shocked if they went 5-4 and four on the road. I mean, stunned. Like That's There's, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. Before the Cougs left, we had Skylar Halford in studio and, and yes. asked him, what will it take to avoid the rough start that the Cougars had on the road in conference play like they had last year? Yeah, I think you have to have an extreme mental focus. I think it's a completely different game when you're on the road. You got you know a hostile crowd and uh, people. The team you're playing, they always play better at home. That, yeah. That's where they're most comfortable, and so you've got to make them feel uncomfortable in their home floor. 
Does a 35-point win translate to extreme mental focus? Yeah, I think they got out of focus in the second half just because it, it got ragged at one point. It was funny. Jacking up threes, going down, jacking up threes, ball bouncing around. It was fun, and, and BYU fans showed up to that. It was a neutral side game, if you That's will, That's the yesterday. one thing. Skyler did say it's tough to play in front of road fans. Like, there were more BYU fans at the Santa Clara game than Santa Clara fans. Yeah, they didn't get a great home crowd on New Year's Day. But San Francisco, they get up for BYU. BYU's a big game to the road teams in the WCC because BYU's typically a solid team. Just as when Gonzaga comes in, it's a ranked team, BYU gets up for that. St. Mary's, same deal. It's a big game for BYU to play San Francisco. Last year, that ended up being a top 100 win that helped BYU on its resume to get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it wasn't one of them. The, yeah. The home game was a five-point game. I think it was 68-63. And I'm telling you, those are close games. So it's a big game for BYU tomorrow. That at 11 Eastern time, you can listen to that on BYU Radio. TV situation is a little different. It's uh, CSN Bay Area, Root Sports. I'm not sure for people like on the East Coast how that's going to work with with this game. Maybe the W.TV? I'm not, I'm not sure if they're streaming. If you want it, you will find a way. That's there, right. There will be a way. Like last year, you're, you're calling DirecTV trying to add <laughs> some channel and I did. to be able to see the BYU I paid, Pepperdine. I paid yeah. like $7 just to watch that watch one. Watch BYU game. lose yeah. to Pepperdine. Yeah, that was okay. a fantastic memory. Woo! Yeah, good riddance to that. Way. Go End waves. of the year of injuries for that Bad. matter. Hey, what will BYU's hoops record on the road, be at the end of the year. Use the hashtag BYOSN. Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At LaserSheep, 8-3. and three. Surprises lurk. If BYU has off days with outside shooting, they are in big trouble. Other teams get hot. Also bad for the Kooks. I don't think it's worse than 9-2. and two. I really don't. Who is going to be... Who is a better team than BYU in the conference besides Gonzaga. Who can guard Kyle Collinsworth and Tyler Haas and Anson Winder and Chase Fisher? Like there, there are not teams are not deep enough in the West Coast Conference this year for BYU not to win most of those road games. I was gone Tuesday and haven't had a chance to comment on the small guard lineup. My only hesitation with the small guard lineup is when you have quality bigs, you cannot do that. The reason that BYU can go small against Santa Clara and Portland, but is Portland because is big though. They Portland's don't have big. Though. They don't. I said quality bigs. They don't have quality bigs. If you have quality bigs, you're in trouble. You can't. You can't do that. What I mean by that is a guy who can actually score in the post. So Gonzaga Karnowski isn't. He's not. I wouldn't call him any better than Thomas Vandermars of Portland. But oh, he's better. They have Wilcher. They've got Wilcher. Yeah, Wilcher. Okay. Yeah, Wilcher and Karnowski, dude. Seven two, uh, four hundred eighty pounds. That's tough to guard. He's not 480 pounds. Yeah, he's not 480. I know. St. Mary's with hey, Brad yeah, so, Waldo will present an interesting yes, challenge. In yes, the that is a challenge. And that's why Nate Austin told you, hey, I'm hoping to get back for that one. Eight and three is a little conservative. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree on like a nine and two. Maybe a ten and one. That's Everybody thing, I would, guns I would be I shocked know. if they go ten and one. Yeah. Like they, they have the Ele- talent 11, to do that. 11 and 0 would be a miracle. Up next on BYU Sports Nation. We address the Tyler Haas situation. How much credit does he deserve chasing Jimmer? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Tomorrow, women's basketball is on BYU TV, 4 Eastern Time, uh, BYU in San Francisco. 4 Eastern Time, BYU TV and BYU Radio. Dave McCann on the call. Spencer Linton has a bye week. Yes, yes I do. The men's team has a late start, I believe. It's, 11 Eastern. Yeah, 8, so 9 Eight Mountain, Pacific, eight 9 Pacific. Mountain, That's 10 Central. Start. 
And yeah. uh, let's see, what is that in Hawaii? Seven Hawaiian. Just what getting is, out uh, of South Korea. Can you give me the time in South Korea? As I well? don't know that. Yeah, I don't know, something like I've never known hours that. Ahead of mountain time. Regardless, like we were saying, if you want to watch it, you will find a way. That's right. Where there is a will, there is a way. Our Twitter question today: What will BYU? I think it's on the mountain tomorrow. Road record be this season. In, okay, they out play, of eleven games, they play eleven games. What will their road record be after a three and O start? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Now this from at J Dubois fifty six eight and three. That's the second eight and three I have seen. Okay, so eight and three. Okay, so Gonzaga. All right, St. Mary's. Two more probably. St. Mary's who, and who then else? one more. I'm okay. The point I made in the uh, the A block, as we call it, is. That BYU is different than last year's team. I think they're better prepared to go and win on the road, and that they got scared to death and learned from last year's experience, and are not going to lose to LMU, Pepperdine, Pacific, Portland on the road. Yeah, no, no. So were they four and five in conference on the road? Then we said five and four. Did they? They lost to Gonzaga. They lost to Portland. They lost to Pacific. LMU, I shall look it they up. They were four and five. They had a losing record in conference last year. Four and five, homie. Yeah, four and five. That ain't happening this year. No way. No. You're not going to have a losing road record. People say 8-3 and three here. Okay, even if they did have a weird slip-up at Portland or at San Diego and, like, get somebody randomly shoots. So 5-3 and three the rest out. of the way. That's what people are saying. I think that BYU would then. These two people. They, they would beat St. Mary's on the road. I just don't see them losing more than two road games this season. They're, I think they're too balanced, good. too deep compared to the West Coast Conference teams. Yeah, I think I think the league's taking a, a little bit of a step back. I, it's still early. We need to say, see. But St. Mary's is obviously not the same. Well, in previous years, it's been like, can the WCC be a three-bid league? Like, No way. Max, max this year, two. Yeah. N- no way they get three teams in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, right now you pencil in two. Yes. And those two are obvious. But in previous years, there have been convert. Like, there's like, well, maybe they can right. get three in. BYU, BYU created a situation yes. where they were getting three. Yes. And previously, San Diego actually uh, you know, produced a, a good team, and there was St. Mary's and Gonzaga and whatnot. So. At Twiggier Stone. Huh? Uh, it, that's what it that, says. That's what, that's what I'm reading. I think they will go 9-2. <laughs> and two. They always seem to lose that one that they shouldn't. Okay, so whatever game that is, like I said, San Diego, Portland— but nine and two, would you be okay with BYU going nine and two on the road this season? Yes, I, totally. I gave, uh, was it Monday? Maybe it was Friday. No, it was Monday. I can't remember. I it's gave Saturday for a it week. It was Monday. Remember? I gave BYU the cut line for me to get in the NCAA tournament is two more non-Gonzaga losses. That's it. So that would be just one more Gonzaga loss, non-Gonzaga loss on the road. Now I'm assuming that BYU is going to win all the rest of their home games. I've said for a long time I think BYU will win 25 games in the regular season. And I think they'll win 26. Not including the West Coast Conference Tournament. Oh, that's though. true. That's okay, true. that doesn't include WCC Tournament play. I think they will win 25 <clears throat> games before the WCC Tournament starts. Wow. We have to read this tweet, by the way. At DJ Neltz. So I mentioned that the Iggy's era is over. Okay. Ross Oppo, uh, Jay Keeps, and Zach Stout. Okay. He said, <laughs> BYU Sports Nation on location at Iggy's or Rancheritos is the only way to pay homage to the end of the Iggy's era. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Well played. Hey. Yes. Hey, DJ notes and one. That, that's that's worth an and one. Also, BYU will have a consistent 
good road record because they have Tyler Haas. And as you mentioned, he's getting healthy. He didn't have to play that much yesterday. Excellent. He says he's close to feeling 100%. Also great. Tyler Haas, as a matter of fact, joined Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler from Santa Clara yesterday. Tyler, congratulations. Hey, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Give us an update on the ankle, which looked like it bugged you a little bit when you went out, and, and you didn't have to come back in because the lead was so big, but how do you feel? Yeah, no, I'm feeling all right. I just I came down on it weird. I think I stepped on someone's foot weird, but I'll be ready to go next game. So, Tyler, in this game, you guys came out, and knowing that Santa Clara is a team that can score points, you shut them down. The team shoots 45% from the field. You guys held them to 32%. How did you guys do that? Well, they, they have some great shooters, and we uh, we just focused on them. We, we keyed in, and we communicated really well, and um, we, knew where, we knew where they were on the floor at all times. And, and then we got clean rebounds. We got them to shoot tough shots and clean rebounds, and we got out in transition, and um, the game kind of went the way we wanted it to. All right, let's try and get you to talk about yourself for just, just a second because early in that first half, you passed Devin Durant. Uh, for fourth place all alone, all time in scoring at BYU. And Michael Smith's next, and then Danny Ainge, and then, and then Jimmer. But sitting at number four with all the great players that have come before you, what does that mean to you? Well, it's such an honor. I mean, just to have my name up there with, with all those guys, uh, it's, it's a, an amazing thing. And, um, I'm, you know, Devin reached out to me this week, and I got a chance to sit down and talk with him for a minute. And I have so much respect for, for all the alumni and those guys ahead of me. And so it's just an honor to, to be up there with those guys. So what did Devin say to you when, when he talked to you this week? I know that you've had some interaction with him. Your dad knows Devin really well. You know, what was to give you some words of encouragement? Or did he say, hey, don't go get my record? <laughs> no, it was all it was all positive and, and lots of encouragement. I was kind of nervous when he reached out. I didn't know what he was going to say. <laughs> uh, but he, he's an awesome guy and um, had a lot of good advice for me. Well, we will uh, wish you the best as you move along to San Francisco on Saturday. And we'll see you then. And, and congratulations. And then there are some, some bigger fish to fall here in just a little bit. But all you got to do is keep making shots. And and they'll go down. Congratulations on your effort today. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Tyler Haas, 14 points. Some needed rest for that ankle. And oh, the yeah. Cougars moved to 3-0 and on the road. And if he gets even more healthy, which we assume he is doing and will continue to do, that will only help BYU in their, I guess, quest for road perfection. <laughs> yes. Anytime we can use the quest for perfection, we should. <laughs> it, that was a big deal that BYU blew out Santa Clara and early because then Tyler could rest. That's big time. They're going to play their fourth game in eight days tomorrow. That ankle needs just a little time to rest, right? And it's a big game in San Francisco. But congratulations to Tyler on passing Devin Durant. That guy was a legend. Legend in the early to mid-80s, who's now, uh, I believe, a 70. Yeah. Yeah. Just called. He's big time. And Tyler continues to chase Jimmer. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 311. <laughs> Beautiful disaster. We were listening to that earlier because we're like, 311's awesome. Great band. I miss 311. What happened to me? I don't know. What Great happened to Hoobastank? <laughs> Nobody cares. And the reason is you! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, can, you, can you name another Hoobastank song other than that? No. Tyler, I love getting sidetracked so getting, much. We're getting away from what matters I most. I don't even care. Tyler Hawes. Nobody cares. Number four. 
on the BYU all-time scoring list. Look at that, man. That's he amazing. Needs 30 points to pass Michael Smith. He could do that, honestly, against San Francisco. He's yeah. had plenty of 30-plus games. Like, he could do that in one game. He has been down during this bum ankle period, naturally, which is stunting the chasing Jimmer averages, but he's going to be okay. It seems like he's going to be okay. You heard him a moment ago tell Dave McCann and Blaine Fowler, I stepped on, I think I stepped on someone's foot and came down a little weird, but I'll be good. That's not good, right? But he, se- he seems okay. All indications are that he's okay. Think about how much basketball they have played over the holidays, too. So December 20th, December 23rd, December 27th, December 29th, New Year's Day. Take it easy. And now San Francisco on, on January, January 3rd. 3rd. That is 2015, six- by the way. It's 2015. That is six games. That's still setting. In setting. 14 days. Six games in two weeks. That is a ton. That's not exactly a great time for you to rest your ankle. What is this, AAU? Seriously. There's a lot of games. Yeah. That's, that's a ton of basketball it's, to it's play. The deal. And once you get into conference, that's the deal. BYU will play three games this week. Man. And that they have a week off after St. Mary's. After the St. Mary's game on, on January 17th. Which, as you mentioned earlier, the end of next week, Nate Austin, the week after that, penciling that game as like the game he needs to be back for. He told me that before the Portland game. I said, How you doing? He said, uh, You know, I'm a couple of weeks out. And I was like, I just want you to be able to guard Brad Waldo. That's, I need you back for Brad Waldo. And he kind of laughed and said, Yeah. And, and we talked about that matchup a little bit. And he's like, When is that game again? I said, January 17th. He's like, Oh, yeah, that's, that's the game I'm really oh, trying nice. to get back for. Nice. Uh, at Ben to the Future, 311 owns a tiny island in the Florida Keys. I don't Is know that if that's fact. I don't know if that's true. We're gonna have to research that. Are we? Okay. Let's put the BYU Sports Nation research team on that. Up next, Blaine Fowler watched the game courtside. What was the most impressive thing he saw in BYU's 35-point win? Amber. And now. Back to more BYU Sports Nation. The hashtag is BYUSN. That is how you get involved on Twitter. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUSportsNation.com. Hey, men's hoops. Tomorrow night, 11 Eastern. You can listen to that right here on BYU Radio. That will be on the television, on the telly, uh, CSN Bay Area and Root Sports. Resetting today's trending topics, BYU basketball dominates Santa Clara 81-46 on the road, a 35-point win. Booyah. The last time BYU won by 35-plus in conference, 2011 in February against Air Force, so it's been a while. Women's basketball beats Santa Clara as well in dominating fashion. Lexi Eaton had 22 points as the Cougars pull away. They go 2-1 and one in conference. They've won 10 of 12. She'll join us in studio in just a bit. And Alani Fua headed to the NFL Combine. Alan Ifwa, good for him. Uh, wasn't the season that he wanted, but uh, to get the combine invites, good. Now the question I have is, who else is invited? No, we haven't heard from anyone else. I wonder if BYU only got one. Last year they had five. Think about this: Kyle Van Noy, Spencer Hadley, Wani Unga, Daniel, Daniel Sorensen, all in all the league in some on manner. Fifty-three man rosters now, all of them. Wani sort of because he signed right after the Giants finished the regular season, right? But as part of the 53, but he's not in the, the He's in the league. One. Yeah, he's sure. in the yeah, league. He's in the league. They were all starters on BYU's defense last year. It's no, it's no wonder BYU took a dip on defense. They were so good. Who are the NFL guys on this team? You know what I mean? Is it Alani? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he, he's definitely got the most notoriety after his career. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now, 
former NFL draft pick. No, I'm just kidding. But he should have been Blaine Fowler, who called the game courtside between BYU and Santa Clara yesterday. Uh, Blaine, what was the most impressive thing you saw during BYU's 35-point win over the Broncos? Well, I, I loved how they played defense on the perimeter to start that game. It was, it was one of those deals where that's what I've been waiting to see. And, and perhaps it's part of this whole change in mindset where Dave's starting four guards so they're better and have more quickness out on the outside. Um, but this was a team in Santa Clara that their, their number one weapon is their ability to take you off the dribble and penetrate from the guard line to shoot threes. And I thought B-Buddy was really good defensively for the first 10 minutes of that game. And everybody's talking about the fact that for 10 minutes they were shooting 70%. Well, that's because they were playing good defense. They were rebounding, getting steals, and getting it down the other end of the court and getting layups. That's why they shot so well. To me, it was a story of defense for the first 10 minutes. And, uh, and I was really impressed with that. And that's something I've been waiting to see from this team. Because to me, for them to reach their potential this year, they have to be better than they have been defensively. And I saw some... I was. I think we lost Blaine. We'll get him back. But I'm really anxious to hear what he was saying there. Yes, we're also going to ask Blaine about his New Year's Eve celebration in Santa Clara and the celebration after the game as well. Like, what did what did he and Dave do? Didn't they have a Didn't they have a New Year's Day celebration at some point in San Francisco or something? I think so. Yeah, we we need to ask him what what happened there. But BYU, in such a dominating fashion on a holiday to go on the road and do exactly the opposite of what they did last year certainly has to say something. That has to prove something. I'm not sure how much it says because, one, it's a different team, and, two, it's Santa Clara who's not good. Not good! But they were, there are a lot of guys on last year's team that are on this year's team. Okay, I know they're different, but when you win on the road, yeah, road was, wins are just It was a great awesome. win, and Blaine now joins us again. Blaine, I thought it was good for BYU to just blow Santa Clara out so Tyler could rest his ankle, so they could get some depth in there, so they could just feel good winning on the road, which is something they didn't do last year to start conference play. Yeah, and I don't know how much how much did you guys hear of what I was saying before it dropped off the call? Most of it. Um, oh, did you? Okay, yeah. So, so I was impressed with I was really impressed with their defense, and by them jumping on Santa Clara the way they did, it almost took their own crowd out of it because BYU, yeah. in, in terms of percentage of the crowd. That's the most I've ever seen. I bet BYU had 80% of the crowd there. Wow. Um, That's pathetic. It was was bad for Santa Clara. There was a time in the second half when BYU was just blowing them off the floor, and and there was a timeout, and the whole arena erupted, and BYU, and I looked over to Santa Clara (laughs) bench, and I thought, I I, I felt bad for the Santa Clara players. It was almost like BYU said, hey, you know what, can we lease your building for a road game uh, and, and come in there? And BYU TV was there with all the banners, and, yeah. and the BYU radio was there, and all the BYU fans were there. It was a home game in Santa Clara's building. And I, honestly, I felt bad for Santa Clara. And, and BYU was so good at the beginning of that game that they quieted their own crowd down. I think, I think they even surprised their own folks where they're just like, wow, is it supposed to be this easy? Um, but the way they played defense to start that game spurred them offensively. And you know what? That's the secret recipe for this team. When they get after it defensively, they play better on offense, whether it's in the half court or in the transition game. Their defense feeds their confidence on offense. And I'm excited to see if they can continue to do this with this four-guard offense because I think it's had a big impact in the last two games. Blaine, how sustainable for BYU and moving forward finding success is the four-guard 
lineup for Dave Rose? I think when they play zone, they can get away with it. Now, obviously it's tough against, against Gonzaga because they're so big. But look what they did to Portland. Portland puts three six eleven guys out there. And what BYU chose to do, they said, okay, you think that we're going to go, uh-oh, we have to go big to match up with you. No, that's not what we're going to do. What we're going to do is we're going to say, you will not match up with us on the offensive end because we will be too quick. We'll play zone on defense, and we'll, we'll box out and try to rebound. And you're going to have to adjust to us, and that's what happened. And in the Santa Clara game, same thing. Now, they don't have the bigs that Portland or Gonzaga have, but, but I think because BYU's guards are big enough, you, you can take Kyle Collinsworth, the point guard, at 6'6", who rebounds like a 6'9 guy, put him down low in the zone defensively, and it's really not like playing with four guards on defense because he's a forward on defense, and then he comes down and plays the point. So with, with Collinsworth, he's the key to the ability to do that because they, they're a four-guard offense, but defensively they really have two big guys down there, and Collinsworth rebounds as well as anybody in the country. Look what he did last night. He, he lost in the fact that Hawes you know, moved up on the, on the scoring leaderboard Collinsworth was unbelievable again last night. There was a period there for five minutes that I wondered if anybody else in the building was ever going to get a rebound. <laughs> 15 last night for Kyle. I believe that his career high is 16, which he set against Florida in the double overtime game, Jimmer's last game in Jackson Emery. And, and you're exactly right. That's the key. And Dave Rose, after the Gonzaga game, said, we ask a lot of Kyle Collinsworth. And we've talked about how amazing it is that he's playing, but he's kind of the key to that four-guard offense. It seems like it'd be Anson, right? I think it's really Kyle Collinsworth. Well, what, what happens with when you can put Kyle down low at 6'6", six, six, and then you, you, know, you have a Worthington in there or a Kafusi in there or somebody in there that can kind of block shots at the rim and also rebound on the other side um, – Hawes at 6'5", is a big guard. Anson Winder is 6'3", but he's got the vertical jump and the, and the athleticism that he plays more like a 6'5 guy. And then Chase um, Fisher is, is 6'3". So even though they're going with a four-guard offense, it's a big four-guard offense. So it's a little different than somebody putting four one guys out there. Um, that's why they can get away with it. And, and I agree with you. I agree with Dave. The key is, if you don't have Kyle Collinsworth to rebound on the defensive end, you can't get away with it. But you're going to be able to get away with it because he's just that good. Blaine, our Twitter question today is, what will BYU basketball's road record be at the end of the year? They're 3-0 and right now, still 8 to play away from the Marriott Center. Where do you see the Cougars finishing on the road? So if they lose to anybody but Gonzaga on the road, um, I'll actually be surprised. I agree. <laughs> But, but you know that there's going to be one game when they just shoot miserably and there's an inexplicable loss. That just, that's just basketball, right? And this, and this isn't a lockdown defensive team. BYU, at least they haven't shown me yet, that they can go shoot 30% and be good enough to hold the team down and still gut out a win. Now, maybe they'll prove me wrong down the stretch. So I think there's going to be one game, I don't know what game it is, where they just can't shoot it and they probably lose one other game other than Gonzaga on the road. So, so I think they're going to have two losses. And you know what? That's going to put them right there. Um, would I be surprised if their only loss on the road is Gonzaga? No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I just know how basketball goes, and every team during the course of a season has a road game where they just shoot miserably, and they would have a chance to lose that game. So let's say safely two. Blaine, great stuff. Uh, happy New Year to you. Glad that you enjoyed uh... Uh, the West Coast on the New Year, much warmer temperatures, and clearly you survived the celebration. Yeah, it, the celebration, I, I had a game in San Diego. I had Air Force in San Diego State on New Year's Eve, and then I flew up late New Year's Eve, and Dave picked me up, 
We couldn't find a place to eat at 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve. So we knocked on the window of a gas station that was closed because there was a dude in there. <laughs> he, he opened the door in the Chevron station, let us in. We got two things, a cup of noodles and a, and a carton of Pringles, and went back to our hotel. And we rang in the new year with a cup of noodles and Pringles. That, that was guys, our new year. You guys party so hard, that man. Is... I, we just wish we could have been there. No, Martin. Everybody, everybody thinks this whole road traveling thing is really glamorous. Well, there is the truth of it right there. It's not glamorous, but I'm telling you what. You won't find any of you won't find any of us complaining because they actually pay us to go watch unbelievably fun basketball. It's the greatest gig in the world, but not quite as glamorous as people think when you're drinking a cup of noodles and eating Pringles for New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> a happy New Year indeed. Blaine, great to talk to you. We'll see you soon. All right, guys. See you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, <laughs> we break down why cup of noodles is not a healthy meal. No, not Regular really. ramen versus cup of noodles. Discuss. <laughs> Use the hashtag BYUSN. <laughs> Lexi Eaton joins us live in studio. 22 points yesterday and a blowout win over Santa Clara. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Happy New Year, everyone. January 2nd, 2015. It's crazy. You know, that's the year that uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Yes, yes, hoverboards. Was, yes, we're not wearing the clothes from Back to the Future 2. That's apparently what we're supposed to wear in 2015. Like the, uh, it was like the automatic adjust form-fitting silver space-looking oh, yeah, yeah. suit Biff or whatever it is. Biff. Yeah. yeah. McFly! Hey. <laughs> Hello! I'm so, I talked to my sister-in-law, Lindsay. Yo, shout out. What up? She hadn't seen Back to the Future. I was like, what's up with that? <gasps> that's, yeah. a, that's against the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's not true. <laughs> uh, awkward transition. Women's basketball tomorrow against San Francisco. That wasn't Eastern at all. At BYU TV and BYU Radio. Check it out. BYU got a big win over Santa Clara yesterday. And then they uh, have guaranteed a win tomorrow against San Francisco. The ladies have won 10 of their last 12, 7 of their last 8. After kind of a weird start to the season, rough start really, so they're starting to figure some things out. Ten and four overall, two and one in conference play. You know who's been really good for them? Uh, Lexi Eaton. Her name rhymes I've... with Rexy uh, Deaton. <laughs> Deaton. Yeah. Yes. Her brother Preston was pretty good too. That is true. Lexi Eaton joins us uh, in studio, and oh. uh, we understand, Lexi, that uh, you're actually missing part of practice to do this. So, one, you're welcome, and two, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't have to run lines. I was joking with you guys before. Okay. No, I'm good. You're missing film. Film, yes. So I'll be watching after practice. There's always a makeup, right? A makeup session with uh, Dan Nelson, the assistant coach, or whatever. Yes. Like, yeah, they're not going to let you off the hook. <laughs> Twenty-two points yesterday, six rebounds, four assists, and and there was this this part of the game where Santa Clara made this run early. They went up thirteen to ten, and then after that, it was just like all BYU. Was there one thing that that changed that allowed you to pull away? Well, so we've been kind of working on pulling away from teams because uh, lately on the road we haven't been able to do that. And we just kind of let teams hang around, and that's when they get their confidence and stuff. So we just made it a point in all the timeouts, like, okay, we need to push this lead out. Let's let's get going now. And, and kind of just turned up the intensity on defense and executed on offense. That was kind of our goal. What's life been like this season as you've made the transition without Jennifer Hampson? Yeah, it's been interesting trying to figure that out um, because we're so used to certain things from her, uh, just her being there, the tall tree blocking shots for us when yeah. we get beat, and and uh, being able to throw it up, clear up uh, above the rim to her for catches. But um, so I think that took a little bit of time at the first, um, 
but Morgan Bailey is great inside. We, I, man, I can't imagine our team without her. She just does so many things for us. So at, at, that's been a good transition. Yeah, she with was her. on the triple double watch yesterday. Yeah. Uh, had I think eight points and uh, fourteen rebounds and seven assists. So she did a lot nice. of good things. For for Morgan, she's a very feisty player, and that's <laughs> part of what makes her great. But you're feisty too. Who is the more feisty player, <laughs> you or Morgan? Oh, that's a good question. She's a little more feisty with the refs, I would say. Had a technical foul yesterday. Yes, Ooh, nice. <laughs> but I also had a warning yesterday, so I don't oh, know. Okay. We're we're pretty close. But um, no, I think that's you're right. That's what makes us both good. We have that competitive edge, and as long as we keep it in check, I mean, that, I think it helps yeah, the team. Settle down, Lexi. Okay, I know. <laughs> Calm no more down. technical fouls. <laughs> when when are you not uh, feisty? Oh. Um, I, that's a good question. That makes me think hard. I don't know. Yeah, are you competitive in everything like Candyland and Monopoly? <laughs> oh, and man. Like, are you playing Candyland? <laughs> Scrabble, actually, at the Eaton House yeah. is pretty competitive. Pretty Scrabble is? Yeah, Scrabble. Does that mean words <laughs> with friends digitally? Yes, yes, yeah. that's included too. Yeah. No, in Scrabble, we have two dictionaries at the table just to wow. uh, keep the rules in check. And that's intense. That's not a real word that comes out a lot, so we have to flip <laughs> to the dictionary. It's pretty okay. funny. <laughs> Lexi Eaton with us on BYU Sports Nation, the leading scorer in the West Coast Conference after yesterday's game. Did you know that? Um, I did not know that. Okay, so awesome. it, it was Nikki Gilday uh, and then Morgan Bailey and then Lexi Eaton. But uh, Nikki had a rough day for Santa Clara yesterday yeah. and your 22 points. And you set. took all of Morgan's shots, so yeah. you're number one <laughs> Put in the you WCC. To the top of the list. Congratulations. You <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Thanks. so top, tops of the WCC. What's it going to take for BYU as a team to beat Gonzaga and finish atop the conference as a team. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to play them on the road. They have a great atmosphere up there. But I think for us to beat them, we have to beat them at home. And, um, I mean, we have to stop their bigs. They have a good inside presence. And all of us really have to come ready to play. Um, Morgan and I didn't have the best games up up at their place. So um, we have to set the tone better next time. Do you enjoy the pressure that comes with being one of the team leaders? I mean, you have been the last couple of years, but Jen's gone. It's it's you and Morgan and Kylie and the whole team, but you got to score every night. Right. Yeah, I love it, um, but it is tough. It's it's never easy because, um, yeah, you are expected to score every single night, and if you don't, it's bad for the team. And and uh, so it comes with it. It comes with the territory of being great, and that's what I want to be. So. Bring it on, right? Bring it on. Okay, Let's go. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Jeff Judkins, I'm sure as most, because all coaches do, they have like their cliche sayings, like their go-to sayings. <gasps> What's the one thing that you hear from him the most? Like the one bit of coaching advice that is pointed out to Lexi Eaton all the time? Pointed out to me yeah, all the time? Yeah. Is there one thing that he says to you all the time? Probably to be consistent. That's okay. his big thing with me. But he also has lots of phrases that, don't always make sense when he says to the team. Like what? Maybe I'm not supposed to say that. But he has I've heard l- this before. Okay, okay. Yeah. He has lots of keys to life. And you would think they would be super <laughs> profound and everything. But most of the time it's like the key to life is to play defense. Or the key to life is to make every shot. So it's pretty funny. He's we learn lots of keys. We're going to ask him about this next I time didn't, he's on. Yes, please do. I didn't know that, that I had to make every shot. I know. Like when I'm at home doing the dishes, I have no, I have like... Shoot a bowl into the yeah. You got to figure some way. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's the key. <laughs> that, you're right. That does make sense. Are, are you a superstitious player? 
Do you have superstitions or pregame so- rituals that you have to do? I have rituals, yeah. but I wouldn't call it superstitious. Yeah. Like I try to do the same thing every single game. I have a list of things that I go through. Give, give us an idea of what's on that list. Lots of visualizing. Um, I take a nap at a certain time. I drink mm. a certain amount of water, um, eat at a certain time. So it's more like physical and mental Who prep. helped you develop that? Uh, my dad actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's big into helping me helping me out and get prepared. We're big into preparation. Who's so. the better shooter, you or your brother? Preston. Mm, Preston. Preston's yeah. the better shooter. Yeah, he currently holds the family record for most shots out of a hundred made. Okay, so. but you have the better oh. Euro step, right? <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> do you keep tra- like do you shoot a hundred at home or something? And yeah, we have yeah. A, a family list and and it's a, like in a shared spot so everybody can see it and he'll text hey i just got the family family record and he'll rub it in and wow we go back and forth so wait did you win a state championship in high school yes two uh, two two and he did not he did not but he led the state in scoring he did so do, do you argue for the team championships over the individual honor yeah we do yeah but i also hold the scoring record too i scored more career points than him so boom. i hold that over his head too boom <laughs> we did some of his games in high school back in the day yes actually. we did yeah that's awesome yeah, utah county high school all-star classic or whatever you remember when <laughs> yeah, we did yeah, that? yeah yeah i remember it was oh fun. my goodness awesome. lexi Eaton with us on byu sports nation 22 points yesterday the cougars have san francisco tomorrow uh you haven't seen film yet apparently no because you're here doing the show <laughs> But uh, I guess the next game is always the biggest game. So uh, right. what's the mindset going into San Francisco at home? Yeah, they're, I mean, they pulled off an upset a couple years ago on us. So we know they're a scary team. And they, they played um, San Diego and St. Mary's tough this, these last uh, couple weeks. They lost by one or two, I think. They have all their starters returning. So we have to be ready for them, for sure. Are you going to do the high jump again? Yes. With track? That's the plan, as long as I'm healthy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and how's your knee? It's good. Yeah, I had a bit of a scare up at Utah. I hyperextended it, mm. but it's good now. It's 100%. So. Oh, so it all checks out. Well, Happy New Year, Lexi. Thank you. A you great too. start for BYU men's and women's basketball, uh, both routing Santa Clara tomorrow. You can watch Lexi and the Cougars on BYU TV at 4 Eastern, 2 Mountain Time. We'll be watching. Sweet. So don't mess it up. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Oh, by the way, we can't. Can't let you leave without giving you the karma. Oh, karma. Yeah. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> we are giving you the karma as Thank we go you. to break. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we would be remiss to not do that. Thanks, Lexi. Have fun at practice. Tell Coach we're sorry that you're late. <laughs> Thank up you. Up next, Appreciate we wrap things up. The Cougar Whip Around. Key to life, Spencer. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Jerem Jordan has survived nearly the whole show. Despite we got three and a half minutes, being yeah. hazy from Mucinex. <laughs> but does Mucinex make you feel weird? I, I feel weird, man. I'm nauseous. I was like, am I going to have to take a, like a trash can up there? Just no. JIC? We did have a game last year where, what was it, Pepperdine? Yes. Oops. No, no. It was, it was Pacific. Yeah, Pacific. After the game. Five minutes after the game, woof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I felt so bad for you. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Oh, enough, enough. oh my goodness! <laughs> Ben's in our Ben's in our ears. Move on. Yeah, let's whip it. It's time <laughs> for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU beat Santa Clara 81-46 yesterday, led by Chase Fisher and Tyler Haas, 14 points each. Haas passed Devin Durant for fourth place on the all-time BYU scoring list. 
the career all-time for the Lakers. Nice. The Cougars play at San Francisco. It's a San Francisco treat tomorrow night, 11 Eastern on BYU Radio and CSN Bay Area and Root Sports. And football. Alani Fua going to the NFL Combine yeah. from February 17th to the 23rd. He is the only BYU Cougar we know of at this point to have received an invitation. Also, junior offensive lineman Riker Matthews tweeted out that he had knee surgery and it was successful. He'll be ready to go in six months. Women's basketball. The ladies beat San, Santa Clara 84-55 in the Marriott Center yesterday, led by Lexi and 22 points. She was just here. BYU hosts San Francisco tomorrow for Eastern. You can watch that and listen to it right here on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Jerem, how have we waited this long to bring up the fact that Lincoln is right around the corner? <laughs> Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 246. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's so far away. We had a a tweet while you were gone. I was like, why do you guys do this to yourselves? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) It's a wonderful, relevant question. I don't know if I can handle it anymore. Why do you do this to yourself? (sighs) Because our lives are BYU sports. And BYU football. And family. Come on. It's not that far away, right? Countdown to the corner. Oh, my goodness. I love it and hate it. (coughs) Love it and hate it. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout? Ziggy Ansah, Detroit Lions. He is a captain for the playoff game Amanyana. Is it tomorrow or Sunday? It's tomorrow, isn't it? The wild card weekend on Saturday? Oh no! The it Lions is on, it is on play Sunday. the Cowboys on Sunday. Yeah, that's exciting. But the playoffs as well. are tomorrow. Yes, two games tomorrow. Two wild games card. Sunday. Yeah, wild card weekend. So, it's so wild. Good for Ziggy though. Second year yeah, player. He replaces Indomitian Sue, who's suspended. I mean, his coach Jim Caldwell loves Ziggy. Okay, that that dude. Oh, Sue won his appeal. He's not suspended. So yeah, no he's mind. he's going to. So play. whatever I said, who cares? How did he win that, by the way? You, know, you ask a question at the very end. Thanks to Blaine Fowler, Lex Eaton, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Something for people to think about. Hey, it's food for, for thought. Thanks for the glow sticks. Yes, the show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsNation.com. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to the Durant family. All of them? Yep. BYU Sports Nation back to work. Okay. On-